All right, we're back on and already having some technical difficulties. I think I'm playing music, but obviously I am not. Do you hear the music? Yeah. It's a good song. Oh, well, let's try to do the show over top of the music. All right, I don't hear any music. Welcome to Sporlitics for Sports and Politics. Mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, who's late, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and my cousin Todd. We've got a packed show for you tonight, Todd and Tennis as he talks about Carlos Alcaraz beating Djokovic at Wimbledon. Who is Ramaswamy and why is he running to be the Republican presidential nominee for 2024? NASCAR with Stephen. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill to eliminate permanent alimony in Florida. Do you want him to be your president of the United States? Major League Soccer player Lionel Messi will be playing in Miami and some tickets to see him are selling for $100,000. Why a single senator is blocking U.S. military promotions and what it means for the Pentagon. The Louisiana State Legislature overrides governor's veto of ban on gender-affirming care for minors. Two IRS whistleblowers who claim the Justice Department improperly interfered in the investigation into Hunter, Biden's into Hunter Biden testified in front of the House Oversight Committee today. That and more, if we can fit it in. First up, Stephen with NASCAR. Stephen, what is going on with NASCAR? Well, it, it was an exciting time on Sunday when we were all getting ready to watch the race uh, up in New Hampshire and uh, Loudoun racetrack. And it wearing the whole day. They had to postpone it till Monday and it came on at noon. So I had to listen to it on the radio and it sounded pretty exciting, except for the fact that Martin Truex Jr. I think it was a 300, 300 mile, uh, 300 lap track i think he led 400 laps it seems like he led laps that were that were weren't even there he was so good he's so dominant and he and he deserved the win and that was good for him but uh i had uh kevin harvick and uh and there was a bubba wallace sighting which was good for me he finished in the top 10 and uh uh next week they're going to pocono and oh, they're coming up to Pennsylvania. Yeah, everybody that lives near there heads every year. I say, go watch the race. You're going to love it. Dress up and have a good time or wear a T-shirt and a pair of jeans, whatever you want to do. It's, uh, it's, it's an eclectic mix of all kinds of people out there and everybody's having a good time. So go see a race. See it for yourself. See it in person. You have to see a race in person if you've never seen one. So you got to take a chance right. if you're nearby just to get just to, you know, if you don't like it, you can leave. <laughs> All right. So, and I, I got uh, I'm looking at Kevin Harvick this week for uh, Pocono. He needs a win soon. If he doesn't get it, Pocono, he's going to get it maybe at Richmond. 
But uh, he, he needs to do something now if he wants to make uh, the playoffs. All right. So when did the playoffs start before we have Todd come talk about tennis? And, of course, Todd's nowhere to be found. I don't know the exact week, but just a few weeks. Uh, um, six, eight weeks. I don't know. I'd be throwing out a guess. It's, so it's, it's, still, it's, 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 it's still a while longer. So, everybody, so he still has a chance. Throughout the country. Maybe it's, I, I, yeah, I don't even – I just go race to race. I don't see – I don't look ahead of anything. I just go this race and I concentrate on each week. I don't, I, I have to look it up on the sh before we start the show to see that they're going to Pocono next week because I just generally don't keep up like that. But um, okay, Thank you. Hey, are you going to talk about uh, women's tennis as well, right? Women's results. Well, that was up to Todd. I wanted to talk about Alcarez and uh, Djokovic. Uh, Amazing. Alcarez winning uh, Wimbledon. Did so you watch it? To Todd about talking about the women. Yes, I did. It was an incredible, an incredible race. I mean, uh, we we're just talking about NASCAR. Race. Incredible tennis match. But I knew when you have a 20-year-old against a 36-year-old, the 20-year-old. It's probably going to what outplay or actually last longer than the 36 year old. So, well, you know, the experience from Djokovic and his 36 years uh, here and playing tennis and his multiple wins at Wimbledon could not change the outcome for Carlos Alcarez to win. I remember when. Uh, my cousin Jenny, Dr. Jenny, she paid to buy tickets for me and Todd to go to the U.S. Open last year. And we went and we saw Carlos Alcaraz actually playing. We were at the tournament and he was absolutely incredible. I said he almost looked possessed the way he like had to have certain number of balls. He had to bounce them a few times before he served. He had to be set up at the line a certain way. I mean, he just looked like he was just totally so into it is unbelievable. So right. it was no surprise that he became number one then and won at the U.S. Open. Although I wasn't at the game where he actually won. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Stephen? Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, it was such a close match. Could go either way. So you have the experience, but a lot of you know a lot of wear and tear after 36 years. Who's being 36 years old and the young guy has left, but the young guy's up and coming. He's, he's of yeah. course he's going to be in better shape, but I, it could have went either way. And uh, it was one, like one of the best tennis matches in, in a long time. It was, it was really, really exciting. And it was back and forth, back and forth. So that's, that's exactly what you want in a tennis match and a championship match. So it was great. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for the young guy. I, I like, I wanted uh, Djokovic, Djokovic, but I'm just like, um, can't win them all. That's right. Aguna, did you have anything to say about Wimbledon other than Serena? No, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. So I think Steven covered everything. Um, but <laughs> I know Djokovic didn't win, right? So at that, right. I know Todd right. probably is feeling some kind of way about that. But no, he doesn't like Djokovic. Oh, right. Okay, so maybe Todd's happy about that, man. So yeah. let's go on. I guess Todd will come back and talk about that. Let's go on with Messi. Uh, Messi's coming 
to play soccer in Miami and some people are paying, and I don't know, Keith, are you paying a hundred thousand dollars to see Messi play in Miami? Do you mean, right? a, do you mean I'm sorry, Stacey, do you mean a regular game? Just a regular game? Yeah, it's an MLS regular season game. Yeah, this is. Yeah, even if I had the money, I wouldn't pay it. And no, that's incredible. No, I would buy a drone. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a big name. It's ML, MLS has always struggled to try to be relevant, especially when it comes to some of the other premier soccer leagues around the world. So, and in order to be relevant, it, you got to have some premier players. And Messi is probably the greatest soccer player in the world right now, arguably. And, um, and how old is how old is he? Do you, do you, I'm not sure. I know he's in. I think he's in his late twenties. He's he's fairly. He's very young. I thought he. Was, I thought he was over thirty. I don't. I have. I, I do, I not, do know. not know. Where's our Where's our soccer Nas, pro? Do you know, do you, yeah, not to know. Oh, actually, you know how much he is. Messi You're right. is. He's 36 years old. Yeah, I mean, hey, he's 36 years old, and we were just talking about a 36 year old that lost yeah. in tennis. They lost in tennis, but people could pay a hundred hundred thousand dollars to see a 36 year old. That's going to be slower than the 20 year old. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and again, you're talking about the most, the number one sport in the world, one of the right. best players in the world, coming to right. one of the larger market cities in the country um, in Miami when there's a lot of money down. There's also a lot of foreign dollars in Miami. So, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's very high profile, um, very, you know, want to, a lot of people want to see it. Um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's a good thing for the sport. I think it's a good thing for MLS. I think, you know, of course, Messi, he's not short on money. Um, but I think it's good exposure. I think it's a nice positive step in the right direction for MLS soccer domestically. Cause again, when it comes to the world cup and it comes to the world stage, American soccer just isn't there. I mean, it's all we always beat by Mexico. We never get to the round of 16 in the World Cup. You know, so this is one of the things where you can bring more people into the sport, more notoriety into the sport. So I think it's always a good thing. All right. Let's go right on to Ramaswamy. I'm going to uh, share my screen. Swami. And Keith, I mean, talk about who is Ramaswamy. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy is running as high as third in the GOP presidential polls. First off, a lot of people probably don't even know who he is. You don't even know what he looks like. So I'm going to make this screen much bigger so those people watching can see who this gentleman is who's running on the Republican ticket for to be the Republican nominee for uh, president of the United States. He is running above. Mike Pence and Chris Christie, well-known Republican um, candidates. Keith, why is Ramaswamy running higher than they are? Well, he sounds like a real conservative. I mean, I'm not going to be too critical of him because he hasn't, I don't know what he's really done in the past. So I don't honestly know. I don't, this is the first time I've ever heard of him. And yet he is very, he seems like a conservative, a true uh, conservative. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't think he's going to gain any, any steam though. I mean, not against, uh, Trump and, uh, DeSantis, but those other guys, Christie, I don't think of Christie as a Republican. I think of Chris Christie as a 
Republican and a Democrat and, and Republicans. Like a Republican in drag. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think much of him. And uh, so I yeah. mean, but I mean, Keith, you you often say, and I think I did. You hear that saying, thief? He just steals <laughs> so bad. It's a shame. Go on, so Stacey. Keith, so Keith, did you hear? Um, I mean, not Keith Aguna. I think in the past, Keith has said we're really not Republicans if we are like Christie mm-hmm. or Pence. Yeah. So one of the things that's important for our listeners to take note of is that Keith and Stephen, God bless them, but they don't hold the reins to what defines what a Republican is and what isn't. He can say whatever he wants to. It's that's America. It's free choice. But he doesn't define what the Republican Party is. And I think sure. one of the things that the Republican Party has run into is the fact that you do have certain fanatics, certain far right people, um, people within the Republican Party trying to define the Republican Party as being only what they believe in, only their demographic, only their ideology. And that's a real hard problem for the Republican Party, because, again, most people are in the middle. Most people in America it's an issue by issue or issue by issue voters. And therefore they don't want to be beholden to a radical party that doesn't have a platform and is defining. Cause you heard what Keith just said. He said, Keith, Steve, Chris, Chris Christie is a rhino. Stephen on one of these shows said that Mike Pence was not a conservative. No, Mike, right. Pence, Mike Pence is not a conservative. Think about that. Right. He's, he's not, he's voted, he's voted on more far right, issues when it comes to um, abortion, evangelical things. Trump Trump is pro-choice. No, it's not. Trump is not pro-choice. Can I finish? That's not, you're lying. So let me get Nas in here. Trump is more of a Democrat than he is a Republican. In fact, Trump was a Democrat before he became a Republican. I know that, but Trump is pro-life. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. Manipulate them. He said he saw that they could he could raise a lot of money by just cowtailing to the cheap seats. And that's exactly what he's doing because he doesn't have a problem. Uh-huh. And you've got people like Stephen and Keith sitting here trying to argue that, yeah, he's he's a conservative. He is a Republican. No, he's not. He's using the Republican Party for the money. Wow. So, Nas, Nas Ramaswamy, um, have you heard of him? And how, what do you think of him uh, beating out Pence and Christie? Uh, yeah, I've heard of them. I've watched them. Uh, a ridiculous con, man. Uh, it's the same how easy that con is to run, honestly. Uh, when you look at him at his background, you find out his parents came over uh, based on, of course, black people's activism uh, to put up out of the uh, situation they had as far as immigrants coming over. And one of the jobs uh, that his parents had was a professor at an HBCU. And then he turns around and weaponizes anti-black which run up to this called presidential run, which is really just a cash grab. Gonna sell books, raise his profile, and finally drop out when he needs to. But yeah, you saw this when in his little debate with Don Lemon back when Don Lemon had his show. Uh you saw this when they took him on that entertainment show, the Breakfast Club. Uh, he was having serious discussion with someone named Charlemagne the God. Uh, I guess we're supposed to take that seriously. So, yeah, man, this dude, he's, he's a raggedy con, man. Chris Christie is 
Christian, I'm for vengeance. He remembers holding that umbrella for Trump and he didn't let me go. So uh, the money within the Republican Party that doesn't want any part of the Trump regime, uh, yeah, they, they decided Christian's, Christian's going to be their soldier. Remember, Christian was doing uh, debate prep with Trump. Yeah. The last I remember that. Really well, and he's kind of hitting all of the all of the soft spots on the Trump side. But again, Christie's not running to win. You know what I mean? Right. He's running just for that. So I don't think polling this early means anything. Ultimately, like horse race content for you know news shows and everything. But yeah, this be that guy, man. Stephen. Terrible grifter and content. Okay, Stephen, your your comments on Ramaswamy. I think he's great. I think he speaks the truth. And it, the reason I know he speaks the truth is because all of the lies of the left are right out here in front of everybody right now. I don't know how you how you can turn your head, put your hands over your eyes. I don't know how you can do anything. All of the lies are out there. And you know what? The people right now are starving for the truth. Name the people on the, the left, what? the Give people on the left, the people on the right, the people in the middle, people are looking for the truth now. And that's why they like this guy. And he should be the vice president of Donald Trump. 100%. This man makes a lot of decisions. He He's very smart. And he should be the vice president to be the next president. And you, we, you'd watch the country we'd have. And you know, he would help Trump. Yeah, with, yeah, where where Trump is weak, God. where Trump is weak, he would make him strong. And Trump could teach him what he knows about business and everything else. It's perfect. It's about better business. for America. It's not better for the Democrat Party. It's not better for the Communist Party. It's not better for the Democrats. Why but it's better for all of us, people. We're people. We're not Democrats or Republicans. We're people. Let's do what's best for all of us. There's a group of people this in this country. Important. This is very that, important to listen to him because you can see he didn't name one single position. As, I don't. I doubt if he even knows how to pronounce the guy's name was Swami. I don't. Or spell, let alone spell it. You don't know this guy. Uh, you know, come on, again, uh, You don't know nothing on. about this guy. You just know that he's not a Democrat, and that's your position. It's you not that I'm not a Democrat. A Wait a minute, Aguna. Let me say that. Let me say this. I voted. I voted. Listen, let me say this, Stacey. Stacey, let me say this real quick. Wait, wait, wait. Stephen, let Aguna finish his point. Aguna, you got to finish He was done. He said he was done. I'll just, I'll finish his last point before you go start babbling, Stephen. The line of it is, he's just, you saw the argument. He didn't say anything about this guy. He was like, he's just not the left. He's not all the, I said he's honest. Scapegoating, all the scapegoating. He can't articulate a position. He can't articulate a platform, but you know he's not the left. And that's what the Republican Party are facing with today. You, you got these folks, okay, Yahoo's, who are not right. talking specifically about the issues to the American people. They're talking about, you know, just the radical left, the, the, the Democrat. All, no, talk to a position. And the reason why you can't talk to a position because you're not articulate enough to know <laughs> what you're talking about. So I uh, challenge you. Every argument, every argument I've won, I've won against you. You've always been wrong. And every argument we've had, you've been wrong. No, listen to me. Listen. You're gonna Linda. 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 Listen. Linda. Linda. La la. Lick it. Lick it. Lick it. Linda. Listen. I have voted Democrat. I've listen. Can can I talk? No. Can I talk? You can't. I have voted Can I talk? Go ahead. I have voted Democrat, Libertarian, Republican. There's a group in this country, 90% of them vote Democrat. 
You know what that's called? The opposite of independent thinking. I said earlier today, all of us, all of us need to find out what's better for all of us because we're all going to get screwed if we don't come together and stop with the division that y'all are doing tonight and y'all have been doing and everybody's been doing. There can be no more divisions. It's too late. It's too late. And I said, I said what, what issues do you want to talk about? We don't like what Joe Biden is. The opposite of what Joe Biden has done to this country is what we want. Like what? what issue? Stephen. It's like every what? issue. We don't have to talk about the issues, Aduna. It's every yeah, issue. Down. The economy's okay. Inflation's I got to bring down. Todd in, cousin Todd. What, what, what okay. issue do you want to talk about? He doesn't want to talk about issues. <laughs> this is name one. Trump's name a specific issue. Go ahead, cousin Todd. Just stop, stop. Go okay. ahead, go ahead, Todd. This is what Trump supporters do. They listen yes. to Fox News and they jot no. down a few things. The Democrats is bad. They're evil. And they never say why or what makes Republicans good or what policies work for them. Now, they say Trump was a great president. What made him a great president? What Does your pocketbook look any different? That defines a great president. If the economy is booming, if uh, the uh, everybody's working, it, but with Donald Trump, he made sure taxes went up on people like Keith and Stephen and Not taxes true. went down yeah. for millionaires and businesses. So, Virginia well, taxes right. went up. You can't write everybody it. got tax cuts. But okay, he's so not. Everybody got tax cuts. That's what he said. Off. But it's he didn't. All right. All right. Thank you. I think Keith wanted up. to say something. Yeah, my taxes did not go up. Uh, what I wanted to say was Trump. Uh, uh, Trump. Could you write off the state tax? Could you write off your state tax? Could you no, write I, off California no, state tax? You can't write no, off California state tax. I, you streamlined the tax code. I, well, That's a lie. Look at your taxes. taxes. Did not change. All right. Now, what Can I want you to write say, off the interest on your home. No, Trump you cannot. Was that you're not, doing pretty you're well? Not, you're not. You're not letting Keith talk. No, last I mean, night, he's not an. Clearly, he's not an accountant. Last night, Trump. Last night, what do you know about my taxes? Anyway, Trump you last in night. California, they have Trump? state taxes. You can't write them off on the federal taxes. Back after a two-week hiatus off, let's we got to get through this. Let let's let everyone say what they have just to say. Keith, don't lie. You can't write off the state taxes. You can't. I don't want to be. I'm not going to be distracted. Uh, what I wanted to say was that Trump uh, last night in his town hall with uh, Hannity, and he said it very clearly, and I agree with him. And that's why I love him. I'm going to vote for him uh, because Trump actually said, build the wall. He's going to finish that wall. And that wall was taken down and all, all the uh, the wall was stopped. The uh, construction was stopped under Biden. Which and one? So taken down or stopped? And he's also going to get uh, Mexico. Down or stopped? Because uh, Mexican right. Mexico said, we will not pr Different. provide troops for the, uh, for, uh, to protect the borders. But then uh, by, but uh but he was able to get Mexico to provide the troops. He said, "We will, we will issue tariffs on you if you do not." And they complied. Is down then also, he what he also did was, which was really good. He got the pipeline going, and he also uh, began Even to. The people in Nebraska didn't want it. Drill, didn't want it. Once he starts drilling, that'll mm -hmm. lower the gas prices and the economy. Gas will prices are already down. Okay, right. thank you. What about 
he said the Mexicans were going to pay for the wall to begin with. Then he said, psych, yeah. you paid for the wall. Not no, the Mexicans. You know how they were so China, China which rolled out government. the consumers? They paid by getting oh, their man. troops on the border. Their troops okay, were... Uh, I'm going to move out. on. What are you talking about? Thank you. That's I'm right. going to move on to Ron DeSantis. <laughs> uh, see, please look at the screen. I'm going to start with Nas. Nas, Ron DeSantis uh, signed a bill to eliminate permanent alimony in Florida. Um what people need to know about that. Let me read a little bit more and then you can comment. Oh, the screen is up here. It's making it so I can't read it. I'm sorry. What is permanent alimony? Well, permanent alimony. I'm sorry, all these screens keep coming up in, in front of the news article by the Jacks, the Florida Times Union. Um I'm looking for the, now the article is gone. Okay, here we go. The Florida Times Union, article by C.A. Bridges, USA Today Network. Uh, this was posted July 3rd. Uh, we were gone when this came up. It took four tries and nearly 10 years, but Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a bill to overhaul the state's alimony laws and eliminate permanent alimony. Um. When a marriage is ended, what is permanent alimony? Well, when a marriage is ended, the court may order one ex-spouse to make financial payments called alimony to the other ex-spouse. Originally, it was solely to support children. And when men were the primary providers, it was to help ex-wives support themselves after a divorce. When no-fault divorce became popular, Alimony remained a right, but became more conditional. Florida statutes previously recognized four types of alimony a court may grant. Bridge the gap alimony, rehabilitative alimony, durational alimony, and permanent alimony. So what does this law do? This bill, CS. SB 1416, Dissolution of Marriage, removes permanent alimony as an option. Nas, your comment on him doing that. Look, there's times where you just kind of have to laugh at some of this stuff. It goes back to that old, that old meme uh, where the where person said, I didn't think the leopard face party would eat my face. So, you got all of these women who have voted staunchly Republican their whole lives, they consider themselves conservative, and sadly, their male counterparts don't see them as equals. So here we go. This is a shot across the bow. There's going to be a lot of people who are dependent on alimony and social security making their living and just seeing their income just be sliced in half, and they're going to have to change their whole lifestyle. Now, you're going to see an exodus from Florida from, from people with more extreme cases where they try to get away from this. But ultimately, man, this is really going to harm conservative women who voted for DeSantis and never thought that he would stab them in the back like this. Because when you do a policy like this, like just straight across the board with no concept of each individual case being different and a lot of these people are going to be deserving, but because they don't have some money to fight this legally, 
uh, they're going to end up, you know, on the out. So this was a terrible idea. It's a terrible policy. Uh, this is part of the reason why DeSantis' whole political career is going down the tubes, and he's just going to be he's going to end up being the former Florida governor. But yeah, man, Republican women, man, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. You voted for this. You supported this. I, I guess you just didn't expect him to do something like this. So. Uh, I don't know if I agree. I mean, this is kind of- <laughs> right. So, I don't. I don't. Either. I don't agree at all. I don't think all any of us agree. So nobody cares what you agree on. So anyway, finish what I was saying. So this is going to be really tragic for a lot of these women in Florida. And again, you're going to see an exodus in Florida. Uh, we got the brain drain leaving Florida because of the uh, credential issues with colleges. And now you're going to have this issue with women uh, who are divorced, daughters. I mean, this is people with sixth incomes, and naturally you're just going to pull a rug out from underneath them in the middle of it. Like this is insane. So, so, so Stephen, if if you look at this, I'm going to read a little bit of this article that says basically the bill adds the possibility of lump sum payments and adds the burden of proof to the person seeking support to prove they need it. It's a, well, you know, it sets up a process for ex-spouses who make alimony payments to seek modifications when they retire or their financial dream. conditions. This is a man's dream. Is that fair, Stephen? Well, you know, I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke person. And it could be a he getting money from a woman, I guess. But do they get this money permanently until it, till they, till that person dies or you die? That don't make any sense. Permanent alimony? No, 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 no. Something's wrong here. That's like that's like the government saying after you pay for your house, you have to pay taxes on your house for, for until until you die. Oh, it's just kind of like the same thing. So a woman's like a house or, or your spouse that you have to pay for for the rest of your life is like your house. And that's not right. What you know what? Nobody, nobody get married. Nobody get married if you gotta if you gotta pay for somebody for the rest of your life. All right. Let me just say in principle it is wrong to think that I if my wife and I divorce and we don't have kids. Why should I be uh, beholden for the rest of my life to pay her a sum, you know, a part of my, that's wrong. That's wrong, number right. one. Now, if we have kids, we have children, uh, yes, I pay for those children until they grow up uh, of age, you know, 18 years old. That is truly the way it should be. And in California, I just want to say uh, communal property is usually uh, divided up. California has a law that divorces, you know, always end up with, they... 50-50. So, you know, okay. that should be the end. Thank you. That should be- yeah, so, okay. That's the way I- By the way, so- the details. We're talking about women who were housewives during their highest earning years, but they could have had a career, and that's that's why the- No. So, there is- Okay. So, Nas, I hear what you're saying, but there are some assumptions going into this argument. First thing, we're sitting here as a society- expecting alimony, right? We're expecting pe- marriages to fail and expecting divorces and things like that. This is a safety net, right? So now here's the thing. 
we don't assume that a lot of these conservative women are getting divorced or even wanting alimony. You know, so there's not like there's going to be this diluge of conservative women leaving the state of Florida. They probably agree with this, as, as many men do as well, because a lot of times men get the short end of the stick when it comes to divorce and it comes to these type of payments. So me personally, I think this is actually a good thing in the sense of the burden of proof is on the person requesting the money. If you want a million dollars, you need to say why you need that amount of money to maintain a lifestyle, right? It's not even about what you want. It's what lifestyle you have to maintain. And again, if the burden of proof is on the person wanting, again, I'd rather the burden of proof be on the individual than the state, like in California, which just comes in and says, okay, I'm going to determine who gets this and all this other stuff. Again, it's expansion of government. So I do agree. Again, I don't agree with DeSantis on a lot of things. All right. But this is one of the things where you may see an uptick of people moving to Florida because it's like, oh, you know what? I'm, a, I'm we're married. We want to be together forever just in case we move to Florida. And if it doesn't work out, you know, this is the closest thing to a prenup that we can get to kind of thing. But at the end of the day, we can't assume as a society that marriages need to fail all the time. Right. We okay. can't just assume that right. we need to have safety nets for failed marriages and all the things. What does that say about us to say that these conservative women are even going to get divorced? Right. So, I mean, we can't make certain assumptions, but I think the fact that you want lifetime payments, we're not talking about no alimony. We're talking about lifetime payments of alimony. It's about people who've already gotten their judgments and it's already been adjudicated. These people are going to have to scrap up a couple of dollars to be able to get a lawyer to take the fight against the person who was the breadwinner and they're more likely to lose. So I hear what you Well, okay, here's the thing. No, no. When you go and talk, when you get legal assistance. And have a lifestyle they've, they've lived for 20 plus years. So again, you go to Twitter right well, now. Here's a, this is what the legal system is for. So when you get a lawyer, I can go to a lawyer and he, he's going to get, I'm going to get a lawyer on contingency, Nas. So contingency is going to be, the lawyers are going to, the lawyers aren't stupid. They're going to build their fees into whatever case they're bringing it back against. I mean, I think you're going to see an uptick of lawyers because they're going to want that fight. Because even if they get a lump sum, they're going to take well, well, you, 30%. You know how that game works. If you're, if you're in a divorce, you call all the major divorce lawyers in your town. So that way your wife can't use those. And then she has to use the secondary. <laughs> Like, dude, this game has been played before. I was yeah, it, it is. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not denying that. But the, the, the concept of life, of alimony for life, I think that needs to be revisited, especially Sorry. again. Hey, hey, somebody, like rarely, yeah, this is not the norm. Hey, Nas must be getting a, a fat sum from somebody. Woo! Okay. Don't want, I mean, All again, right. if you're a man, yeah, even though you're a you don't want to pay alimony for life. We're not talking about stop. child support. We're talking about I alimony. Nas don't want to lose his alimony. He's getting alimony. Only people think like that are getting alimony. Only people think like that are getting that money. You don't want to lose it. I need a sugar mama like Nas. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. All right. Be quiet now. Let the voice of reason speak. Okay, um, first of all, Aguna is like either high or crazy or something. I hope his <laughs> wife is watching this show. That's, loud. But, yes, um, that's why I was talking so loud. Um, we're not talking alimony for life for people who've been married for 15 minutes. We're talking about uh, alimony for life for people who've been married 20, 30, 40 years. 
So those are the people that get alimony for life. People that, you know, Republicans are so um, criminal. They will tell you no birth control, have as many babies as humanly possible. Mm. And then no, no. after you have these six, seven, eight, ten children, and your husband's been married to you for, oh, I don't know, 30 years, and then he finds himself a teenage girl to marry, and there you are. You've been pregnant for years and years and having these babies. Then, okay, now pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. This is the most ridiculous thing. And then Aguna, well, I just, my life and, and all that sounds just like Keith and Steven. Stop hanging around them. And we're not talking about uh, people who just got married. We're talking about people who've been married for years. Those are the people that get lifetime. And, and for you to uh, pretend that um, that isn't fair to the woman who's had children and been married to you and been a housewife raising so, children so, for so, all these years. And so now we're not talking about no alimony. We're talking about lifetime alimony. That's right. And there is a provision in there to get a lump sum payment. There is provisions in there for a safety net. Again, we're talking about. No, no. So here's the thing. Now she, it's just argued that a bunch of conservative get, women are going to leave the state because I don't of care what this, he argues. I'm telling I mean, you, what you're saying is there are only a couple of women that we're talking about because they're over 30 years with a man. On the day this was announced, that's what that's what they were saying on Twitter. You still on and, Twitter? Why are you still on Twitter? How many people do you think are fall into this category of getting this lifetime alimony that's going to leave the state that is actually going to matter? And why do you think these are millionaires, uh, Aguna? These right, are average people making uh, between a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars a year. Again, again, it's a case by case basis. There are a lot of lawyers out there that are gonna that would love to fight this fight, okay, and love to get that lump sum because that's gonna go into the pocket. They're they're gonna get that immediate. They'd rather get that lump sum out of that lump sum payment than you know, stretch it out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying it's a case by case. Not your average divorce. Most people don't get settlements like this. Exactly. Really can get a settlement like this is the scenario that uh, Cousin Todd was kind of laying out where somebody was a housewife and their their earning years are gone by. So, you know, now you want them to jump out into the workforce at this point when they've kind of given up. So so I don't think there's anything wrong with the burden of proof being Mm -hmm. on them, though. I don't want the state to come in there and say, you know what, because you've been married 30 years, Lifetime alimony stamp, kind of thing. You got to be able to adjudicate case by case and take the government out of it. All right, let 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 the defendant prove that they need this money and let the lawyer. This is so typical. This is so typical of Republican men. White. White Republican men. So we're talking about canceling the and they set them up every chance they get. Uh, no, abortion is illegal. So make that. Why do white men hate why, women why so bad? Abortion. We're not comparing abortion to marriage. Says, yes, we are. Because why? yes, yes. So Aguna, so Aguna so is essentially double jeopardy. They win. They win the, uh, these benefits, and then this law passes, and now you've got to hire a lawyer and try to 
Guess what? I'm, I'm going back to law school and I'm moving to Florida. And now, when I move to Florida, I can be a lawyer on the side. And if my wife divorces me, she's not going to get life on alimony. And it's a lie. I'm going to move on. Before you move on, Stacy, before you move on, maybe DeSantis is doing this because he's worried about his wife and having to pay her alimony for the rest of her life. We don't know. Maybe there's okay, something going on behind Todd. the scenes that we don't know. Gotta, that's all. Todd, on the screen, on the screen uh, you have brought this uh, subject up to me. Why a single senator is blocking U.S. military Man, promotions crazy. and what it means for the Pentagon. Do you name escapes me right now because we were on that other thing. It's Tuberville. Tuberville from uh, Alabama, Tuberville. from the great state of Alabama. Tommy right. Tuberville, Republican from Alabama. That's right. It's Tuberville. Not Tube, Tub. That's a picture of him. I'm showing the picture of him. Tuberville. Right. And so I was telling you I was telling you how ridiculous he is and he's holding up benefits for the military fighting this silly fight because what fight is that? I'll yeah. Tell you about the fight. <laughs> Glad you asked. <laughs> he said um, he doesn't want women to be able to access abortions. What? At what? Do a transgender medication? Yeah. Ma'am, let me finish the story, please. No, Thank he, you. He, he doesn't know a boy from a girl. Keith I don't and know. Stephen, shh. And Keith, number two. Um, he doesn't want women to be able to access abortions. For example, if a girl is pregnant in Florida and she's in the military, she wants to be able to travel to a state that she doesn't have six weeks to terminate a pregnancy. And so she would like the military to pay for her to get on a train or a bus to go to a state adjacent to uh, take care of her medical uh, needs. Because they got her pregnant. He because they got her that. pregnant, they need to pay he, for her abortion. He doesn't want that. And so she's stuck if she lives in a racist Republican state. It's not racist. And so um, this is what he's holding up. Again, white Republican men hate women. Let me give you the history of white Republican men. They yeah, hate women so bad till hey. they would prefer. Why does he first say that? I'll tell you why. Because only women were burned at the stakes. We love them so much, we don't want witch. them to die before they're born. Now, we men, love women so much, we don't want them to die now, before men they're born. Can't be a witch, only women. You must, so you must hate women. At the stakes, only women. Fast forward. Guess who was given the opportunity to vote after white men? Black people. White men hate women so bad, white women, that they would let a black. African Negro slave boy vote before a white woman. Now that so white so mad? Why are you so angry? Mother, his sister, his daughter, his wife. No, no. We'd rather a black African boy. It was a it was a man thing. It's a man you. thing. Why then why are you so, so mad? They hate white women. And now they've even the states control their bodies. See, they're not smart enough to be able to control their bodies. The states will control them. Why it's, is the military so concerned with what? Why is it that uh, they're not combat ready, but they're ready for this? What is 
What does abortion have to do with the military? Well, 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 I mean, why is that? Why are you blaming the military? This is super Why is this victim blaming? For the military. Why? Yeah, that, that doesn't why? make any sense. They, they, it, the one holding up the process. Normally, this is the opening, right. you know, opening shut kind of thing. How they get the military prepared and, and get all of the, you know, command lined up the way that they want to.
the leader of yes, because we don't want to pay for it because it's lifetime. When you get that surgery, if you're a male going to female or, or opposite, that is very expensive. So people will go into the military just so they can get their tally tally gone gone. I don't care. That's not It's going to cost a hundred thousand dollars or more for that one person. You don't care. We spend that much more in the military. Come on now. Well, why don't we just spend more on everything else then? Instead of spending a billion on something, let's spend twenty billion. Your argument, your argument is, your argument is feces at best. Your argument. Okay, I'm sorry, I got to move on. You're holding up military readiness. That's what you're saying. If I can, if I can give some facts to this silliness. I said I got to move on, cousin Todd. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I I'm barely speaking tonight, but that's okay. I know it's a good show, right? <laughs> the kids tease Todd. All right. Let me share the screen. LGBTQ, uh, Louisiana State Legislature utilized its Republican supermajority yesterday. And this is on CNN.com. Let's see who this article is by. Uh, it doesn't say who. Oh, by Jack Forrest. This was written July 18th, 2023 at 8.53 p.m. Written yesterday. Louisiana legislature utilized its Republican supermajority to enact a ban on gender, and I can't see this, I hate this, okay. On gender affirming care for most minors, overriding its Democratic governor who had vetoed the bill. The law will take effect January 1st, 2024. Todd, why is this wrong? Or is it wrong? It's wrong on, num uh, on a number of fronts because, uh, First of all, uh, I want to mention that the number is so minuscule of people uh, seeking affirmative care, gender affirming care. The number is so minuscule, but uh, these mm. sick radical Republicans want you to think it's every third child, and it's not. It's so, growing. Uh, can you shut up? <laughs> now... <clears throat> What I also wanted to say was um, people like Keith and Stephen with this military thing, uh, I heard a white Republican male call it wokeness in the military and they don't want any wokeness in the military. And that is beyond stupid because I don't know what wokeness is and they can't define it. And was it wokeness? when they allowed women to serve in the military? Was yeah. it wokeness yeah. when they integrated the military where blacks yeah. didn't have to serve over here and whites serve over there? Was that mm -hmm. wokeness? No. Was it wokeness when uh, gays were allowed to serve in the military, which they were serving in the military ever since there was the military? True. Was that wokeness? So no, what it was not. Wokeness? Wokeness is telling a man that telling telling us that a man that uh, that he he says he's a woman and he's not. That's woke. That's not that's not that's not correct. We have to we have our, our oh is that the definition of woke? 
what kind of definition is that? that? No, that's part of a definition okay. of woke. Okay. And you wanted a, you want an example. It's not a definition. Def oh, definition of woke is take the definition is woke is taking everything that's the, that's the standard and turning it up upside down on its head. And gender affirming care, gender affirming care is when you when you get a child, a pediatrician gets a child and they look at their genitals and they say, well, you're a boy. I just affirmed you and well, you're a girl and I just affirmed your gender. That's what they do. You you can't affirm How their gender by, change, by cutting their gender off. You can't mutilate some child's gender. And 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 then that's 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 that's, 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 that's the most Steven, impossible. Steven, These people should be stop. in prison. Steven, you gotta These people stop. should be in prison. Steven, Steven please stop. Cycling. This is what they're saying. CNN.com reported specifically what this law is. It says the law will bar those under eighteen. That means they're minors in Louisiana from receiving gender affirming surgeries puberty blocking medications and hormone treatments and punishes healthcare professionals that provide them with the revocation of their license for a minimum of two years. That's what gender affirming care is in, as defined by the state of Louisiana. <laughs> Keith, um, and then I want to get not, what are your comments on this? I love it. Uh, that, you know, I can't understand why people uh, on this show can't be reasonable. I mean, I would expect Aguna, especially Aguna. I think he might be. I think he is. Hold on, Aguna is the most reasonable of all of the uh, you know progressive. But you know, I, I, I understand something. Aguna, Aguna, you don't understand this, being a family man. You know, he's a family man. So why is it that under eighteen, when you can't even uh, you know buy alcohol without you know, having a, you know, ID or, you know, certain things you can't do. Why is it that that's so unreasonable? You can get a gun. 18. Okay. Why, why is that unreasonable? You, know, why, why you can get a gun. You can get a gun. You can get you something, you get something chopped off. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, I'll keep, I'll keep all of my guns. Thank you very much. Help me, Aguna. Can Come you on. leave that to the okay, parents? Okay, excuse me. Let me get Nas in here and then I got to move on. Let me get Nas in here. No. Overreach of government. These people have parents. They don't need you. Broken down in the best way for most people to understand. But I guess the simple the simple answer would be the period where these people are at their most at risk, meaning from harming themselves through suicide or mutilation or anything else, being those teen years. So by taking this provision away, you're going to see an uptick in those things happening with those kids. This would be the time, uh, you know, the ages where they where they are, my, are the time where you would explore something like that and see if that's an option for somebody uh, to make sure that that person, I guess, stays alive. But what, what you guys are saying, when you put in these sweeping things that don't take the individual into consideration, which is a weird thing to hear from Republicans, where you guys want big government to come in and ban everything, and then that way, the casualties that happen, you'll just say, well... I guess that's that's just how it is. So yeah, this it's gonna be a bad fallout for the government to protect the children. I want big government to protect the children, right. not me. I don't We're need protection. Right. Can I can I just say this We're one thing, Stacey? I'll I'll say one thing. Go ahead. One thing. Okay. So here when it comes to matters of medical access and health care, I do think 
government shouldn't be involved in the sense of making decisions, right? I think it's an individual private decision to make. And I just, as, a, as an American citizen, that's just the way it is. I don't think this is, uh, these hormone treatments are things, are easy things that parents and their children just, hey, we want to go out and do all these things. They I, don't that's, decide. That's the it's a psychiatrist. It's a, doctors. I think it's a private affair between the family and their medical doctor and whatever religion they, whatever guy they answer to, it's their affair. Government should stay out of it. That's all I'm saying. And don't okay, act as if this, this is, is a rush idea. These people have seen doctors, psychiatrists, many of them. And so okay, thank you. We're out of time. Like, we gotta oh, do they our round saw a table. doctor and they cut it off. That's stupidity. Typically. <laughs> thank you. Now we're gonna start with <laughs> Keith, Stephen, Nas, Aguna, and Cousin Todd. Keith, this is the round table for you to mention what it is you said you were interested in discussing. Mm. Don't well, tell I'm me. Just let me guess gay this. people. I'm <laughs> because no, this I'm gonna go. I'm gonna use my time for this because this is ridiculous. I mean, you guys can't. We can agree on this show that if you're under 18 years of age, oh, there should be this. certain things you should not be allowed legally by law to do. This is ridiculous. We got. We're talking about kids here. Kids, they children. I Some mean, people don't care. I know, Stephen. This is a ridiculous. Even if it's a conversation with their parents. No, yeah, well, parents. no, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're destroying. You're making. You're mutilating. What do you say? Like they were mutilating. Like children would hurt themselves, they, or they would try to kill themselves, or they mutilate himself. So, so they would mutilate. They would mutilate the child for you. The child wouldn't have to mutilate themselves. You think this is a conversation? I'm good. We're out of time. This is Keith. Yeah, Keith, go, Keith. Please let him finish. Hey, we, go, we go, Keith, go. Let go, me Keith. Say, I don't understand why you guys, can, why we can't at least agree on that. I mean, I can understand, you know, Nas just for the sake of disagreeing with him and uh, also Todd, but Aguna is more reasonable than this. You know, he's got a family. Aguna's got I, kids. I, I, so, and that's where I'm coming from, Keith. Yeah, I'm coming from a place of reason in which I don't want the government coming into my living room and sitting okay. on my couch and telling me, a hard decision I have to make about my family and about right. medical treatment. Okay. And this could be the difference between my having a kid and having them commit suicide because they're dealing with all kind of chemical imbalances and stuff. These are hard decisions to they're make. They're going to commit suicide after they have the surgery, man. Okay, thank you. There's no research. There's no research that's been done thank to you. say that these children are going to kill themselves if you don't, I mean, if you don't if you don't mutilate them, there's no research that says that after they, you know, these children are so, these children can be, these, wait a minute, these children can be so screwed up. No, even, I'm telling you, you're using up your time. We're out of time. Please all right, do your round Stephen. I don't care about all that. Man, Stephen. Stephen. Good man, Stephen. I agree. Privacy, individual, America. Aguna. <laughs> oh, boy, so Stephen. You, Stephen. Stephen, are you an American or are you not an American? Go ahead, Stephen. Uh, you don't love this country? Oh. Go ahead, Stephen. Oh, no. I don't know why he's not talking. No, I thought she stopped me. Oh, she stopped me. He, he doesn't no, love this country. He see, he doesn't love this country. He doesn't believe if in the private If you look back at the citizen. video, you'll see that you were just sitting there. So, Stephen. Oh, I thought I thought I was done. I thought you had muted me. I thought I was done. No, you were off of mute. Oh, no, I thought Aguna was doing his last part, right? No, 
It's you. Oh, Aguna was talking. You had me muted, and I thought Aguna was doing his hey, thing. Hey, dumb, dumb. Just finish. No, I'm done. I'm done, done. I'm Yay. done. It's, it's obvious. It's obvious what's going on. Everybody knows. So let Aguna go. Come on, Aguna. Everybody Give me. Knows. No, it's not. That's it's what Nas he's doing for you. Oh, I thought. Oh, yes, right. Aguna was just talking over Stacey, me. Stacy, he's trying to get you. Everybody knows what's happening, meaning you're siding with. So that's what he's trying to say. Move on. <laughs> Go ahead, Nas. It's been a good show. I would just say we're living in a period where so-called conservatives and Republicans' policies are so bad, so incoherent, and ultimately they don't want to do anything that really matters when it comes to what voters would actually want. So since they can't present the voters with that, they continue to just feed them all of this culture war stuff it's always look. They never give it to them straight to where they can make an honest assessment. Like you heard Keith and, and Stephen just a few seconds ago. They were saying things that have nothing to do with what that process is. And I'm not even, you know what I mean? That, that I haven't even studied it enough to be, uh, you know, just really out here confident speaking about it. But I know so much more about it than they do because they haven't read any of it at all or listened to any of it at all. So conservatives are still playing this game to where... Why govern when you can just get people to sign up for any issue you want? Whatever they're mad at that week, that's what you feed them. And they continue to sit at the trough and eat and eat and eat and get dumber and dumber and dumber. And we've heard this direct, like, this, like we've heard this from, let's, let's go to when the, the pandemic started to now. And you can kind of hear just how badly the discourse has fallen off. Uh, on that side, because all of these people are just coming to the show with culture war stuff that they don't actually believe in, but they have to fight for it because they're it's not. not a, it's not a culture war. Where if you're trying to protect, if you want to protect children, it doesn't have anything to do with culture. We uh, all we want to do is not 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 mutilate children. That's all. You had your chance. You didn't want to talk. No, no, no. I thought I was on mute, and then I was like, all right, I'll give a full. But I was interrupted, so I'm going to interrupt too. Sir, 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 go sit down somewhere. Drink some water. You'll feel better. You, you want children to be mutilated. So is that what you want? You want children to be mutilated, Nas? Dude, Stephen, you were anti-tax credit. We're out of time. Aguna. Yeah, so it, it's funny how all of a sudden these conservative or so-called conservatives or libertarians or whatever want to come to the advocacy of children when there's clearly a, a track record of legislation that they've blocked that the Democrats have introduced when it comes to child health care, when it comes to family, you know, family planning, when it comes to, uh, you know, tax credit yeah. for daycare. So you're for the mutilation of children. So you're for the mutilation of children. That are here. These are, we're talking about. Uh, Todd, are you for the mutilation of children? Aguna, are you for the mutilation of children? Are you for the mutilation of children? I'm for privacy. Just tell me that if you're for the mutilation of children, I know where we stand. You can't say it, can you? That's like you trying to get me to say a word I don't want to say. Are you for the mutilation of children? Are you for destroying a child? Mutilation. What happens when you go to surgery? You get your tonsils out. Are you being mutilated? When you get your Dude, if, if, my, if I wake up and I get my tonsils done and I and my penis ain't there, I'm gonna be pissed. It's a whole different thing why. for my tonsils, baby. I ain't never seen my tonsils, but I see my penis every day. You're calling surgery <laughs> mutilation. You're trying to use a word that you don't even know the meaning of. Surgery. Let's be adults here. 
And let's stop being childish. Surgery, what? Surgery? They don't, they wouldn't. Privacy. It's a private matter. It's I not private matter when it comes to a child hey, getting mutilated. You. I'm an American. Thank you. Aguna, you gotta let Aguna, you gotta These doctors should be in jail. These doctors should be in jail. I want to be able to decide as a parent with my child, with my doctor, and then of course, this is a healthcare provider. You gotta be able to have these the individual basis. And for a blanket government to come in there and say, you can't do this, you can't do that. Meanwhile, you're taking away the rights and provisions and the budgets of child care and those other things of children that are actually here. Yeah, you don't want to mutilate children, but you don't want to take care of them either. You want them to That's not true. Have take care of them. So you're trying not to true. cherry pick yeah. your issue. It's not true. No Kids are taken care of in this country. Issue. Kids are taken well care of in this country, Aguna. That's a that's lie. A, that's, a lie. that's a lie. Kids are taken care of in this country. They get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Kids in this country that are poor get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My poor ass didn't get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So my What are you complaining about? Nothing. You're complaining about nothing. I'm talking facts. You see what he's talking. He's I'm telling facts. I'm telling facts. And you say it's random. Prices going up. Child care prices have gone up. Health care for children have gone up. He's talking about everything is going up. Everything's going up. It could be better. I'm not denying that they get fed in school. Yeah, everything could be better. Everything could be better. Everything could be better. I agree with you. You guys are talking through Cousin Todd's roundtable. Again, I'm trying to talk sense. You see Stephen talking radical stuff, so our viewers can see who's sensitive. Good man, Stephen. Good man. Again, that validates what I just said. Cousin Todd, can you talk about the women's Wimbledon? Because you didn't get a chance to talk about that. I talked about Alcaraz. Oh, okay. Uh, How are you from mutilation of children? Martia. <laughs> One for the women. She was playing Owens. She was playing Jabor. J Owens Jabor. Uh, and Owens Jabor is a top 10 player. And uh, sometimes she just won for the happen. Jabor just won for the first time last year. Uh, right. But Marquita. Uh, was that was a fluke because she's ranked very low, and uh, Alcaraz, like you said, Alcaraz won against uh, Djokovic, which I was so glad about. And he's only twenty years old, and so it's only onward and upward for him. Now, uh, Djokovic won twenty three Grand Slams. And he's tied with Serena. Serena's also won 23 Grand Slams. And uh, Nadal has won 22 Grand Slams. And Federer, who I love, who just retired, has won 20 Grand Slams. And so um, uh, now, my roundtable about this craziness, um, these children have seen doctors. You're not a doctor, Keith or Stephen. So you don't know what these children need. These are physicians they're dealing with, psychiatrists. So how do you think you can outsmart a psychiatrist? Why don't you mind your own business? I know those doctors need money. Children. I need those doctors need money. Deal That's what they need is all that money. He's talking over my round table. Put him on mute or get him off the show. Now, um, these quacks like Keith and Steven want a uh, big government, yet they want smaller government. You see the contradiction? 
They think you, the government should be able to tell parents what to do with their children. Huh? So this is the stupidity you're dealing with. Republicans are back. And what does this have to do with the money going into Keith and Stephen's pockets? This has nothing to do with nothing. They have nothing to do with this. Why don't you start talking about the issues? Like, uh, what makes you money? Taxes. What um, jobs are available? Anything, any policies. Do you ever want to talk about policies? No, I just want to talk about gay people well, and Stacey's women. Not the issue, Stacy's the one no, who makes No, no, you, you are fixated with gay people. I tell you this week. Fixated with uh, protecting you rights. You are fixated on gay people. You so, and a couple of other Christians. Rights? Life, liberty, property. So you don't think that this, these surgeries are a private matter, that an individual's no. right? No. The hypocrisy is, is profound. Well, first of all, you're not being... The hypocrisy is not, profound. not telling the whole story. The issue was 18 years old. Okay. I said before 18, before they are responsible... They should be, it should be. Then their parents are responsible for them, dumb, dumb. After 18, you do what you, you're going to do. So as a parent, you okay. don't, you shouldn't have any say in saving your child's life when it comes to mental care, mental health issues. I, you know, if I have, if, if there's any other surgery that my child needs, I as a parent can't make that determination until they're 18. No, not if it hurts the person for life. What are you talking does. about? So, so, okay, so if a child has to get an amputation because of diabetes, yeah, it's, that's a permanent thing for life. We shouldn't save the child. We should let them die. No, that's different. That leg is not their penis. Thank you. Oh, so here we go. Here we go. If they need to cut off their penis because they're going to die because they have a penis, then that's when they should cut their penis off. I, hey, just because you. <laughs> I, All right, I'm, I'm out of time. To our, to our first responders, our communities, you make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your life. I Stephen just likes saying the word Whatever penis. we choose on the show, <laughs> you are forever indebted. On behalf right. of Hifani Shoda Aguna. The Nigerian individual privacy, modern, privacy, American Republican, citizen, Keith, liberty, property, the constitutional conservative, Stephen. Oh my God, he's taking a shower. Oh no, he's going to show that hey, little penis. Gotta, that he keeps the government has to give you permission to take a shower. Get out the bathroom. And my cousin Todd. He's blowing up the bathroom on the show. Yeah, he's just that ignorant. He's just that. Hey, Todd, say it. Say it right. We need you now. Okay, I'll say it. Stephen's trying to entice uh, Keith. (laughs) We need you, Stephen. We need you, Nas. Thank you, Nas, for joining us. I'm Stacey Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going on Instagram Threads. Check us out on TikTok, where you can see all the funny little comments that Todd and Keith and Steven and Aguna and Nas say. Also, <laughs> check us out on Stephanie Stallworth's The Flow Television Network. We're back. We're live. We'll see you next week. I don't think my oh, music's working tonight. There we go.
All right, Steve. Can you hear the music? Good job. Yeah, we hear the music. We also hear that Stephen and Keith is crazy. Don't let him run you over, Stephen. You're good man. I don't hear, I don't hear the uh, music at we all. Do. That's really weird. We, yeah, we, we do. We hear it. Yeah. All right. Don't good night. Him... These people are fixated. Between Keith and Stephen, they're fixated on gay people. And, and penises, he, I clearly and penises. The, oh dear, penises. <laughs> oh, don't touch his <laughs> penis. Clearly, clearly. That's right. That's Stephen. Don't touch their penis. Leave that to me. <laughs> what was that? Mutilation. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night, guys.